Well, welcome back, Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I am Eric Sorensen, joined by Sammy Henderson and John Goodat for The Bunker. Guys, welcome back. We have big news. Big, big news. This is our 99th episode. Is it really? 99. So the next one's going to be big. I mean, big. It's going to be so big, it'll be 100. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know how big that'll actually be. Maybe. You know what we need? Huh? And I, I know you're working on this, mm-hmm. but for the 100th, pretty sure they were going to need Griffey Jr. to come on. Yeah. <laughs> he's lined up. He's lined up. Griffey Jr., special guest, Sean Kemp. Yeah. Uh, I was going to invite Russell Wilson, but I traded him off for Steve Largent. For Can we already talk about that right now? Do mm-hmm. you see Sean Taylor or Sean uh, Payton? Sean Payton kind of shot over the bow already. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no personal coaches. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, that's Not familiar with to that. Me. That's foreign yeah. to me. Yeah. That's awesome. He said that. I mean, yeah. the guys put him on the spot, but that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Sorry, Jake I mean, Heaps. You're is gone. that who it is? Jake Heaps was left at seven ten to go be his. That's who the guy is. It's one of his. I didn't know it was well, Jake I mean, Heaps. I didn't one of his either. assistants, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whatever. What What kind of credentials does a Jake Heaps have that Russell would want? He's a good attaboy. I'm just saying. Mm, like, good call. You didn't even he's a hesitate good, on he's that. He's a good fluffer. That might be it. I don't know. I just can't figure it out. I can't figure out a lot that's going on in the Russell Wilson camp these <laughs> days. So, it's know. getting strange. It's getting it strange. It's getting strange. Mm-hmm. But if I'll tell you. Day by day, it feels better that like we dodged a bullet. So, dude, we are in such a good spot right now with that whole trade. Like, thank goodness that happened. Uh, yeah, I was watching some on TV. But they were talking about how great our franchise is set up for the future, and I was like, "Why are they more excited than I am?" Mm-hmm. Maybe am I missing something? Which I'm excited, but I didn't realize like I'm we're staring down the barrel of like being good for years. Yeah. As much as I still feel like we're hanging on to a window, I'm, you know. Some people are like, I'm going to hold off on that until we draft. But you can still draft a bust, you know. Right. There's still a lot so, that has to go right. And I just saw I saw some graph saying, you know, I think Gino made 3.5. Struggled on 3.5 million. Yes. But, uh, and now people are like, yeah, he's a $35 million dude. I'm like, that's just so, I, I, I just don't know how. I'm not saying how can he justify it, but is that – and he's a great quarterback and did wonders for us. He, but is he, a, he was a great quarterback last year. Yeah, so to me, $35 million is elite pay, but maybe it's not. Well, right now, elite pay is 50 That is insane. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, that's what <sighs> – all the, the quarterbacks who are, you know, Dak Prescott's looking for 50. Lamar Jackson's looking for 50. So that's the going price for, you know, a, a bona fide star quarterback. But, mm-hmm. but okay, you just told me two names who have not been to the Super Bowl. Oh, Lamar? Has he been to the Super Bowl? No. no. So, okay, great quarterbacks. Are they elite money? Are they... TB12, are they Joey B, are they but, that, but that's the position. The position we're looking at, if you're, if you're looking at NFL teams, you've probably got, I would say, 10 teams that feel like we've got a quarterback that could win us a Super Bowl. Okay. Right? right. And so you've still got 20 teams looking for their next. Their, and yeah. I would say that 
the Dak Prescotts of the world, the Lamar Jacksons who haven't won a Super Bowl but are in that upper echelon quarterback are worth the 40 to $45 million because that's what the position pays. Yeah. That is insane. Right. Just, hey, so Gino being $35 million is $15 million less than we pay. That's, they're getting him at a discount. <laughs> well, yeah. They're not paying him as if he's... Oh, my gosh. But it feels that way. It does. It does. I would say 20 is what I'd pay him. 20 a year. Yeah. For two years. Yeah, go draft a guy. But Gino might... Somebody might offer him five years at... How old is 30 he? Thirty million. He's thirty-four, 30, 33, thirty-three, something yeah. like that. Go get Aaron Rodgers and let him. Oh, him. I'm going to hang. Up. I'm going to stop this right. Let now. him hear me out. Let him. He he doesn't. It seems like he's not a fan of Russell Wilson. So why? Hmm. Imagine if he went to Russell's old team and won the Super Bowl the first year. We got the weapons. Just saying. Is that of, a good? Is that a good? But we'd have no, to. No, he's definitely gone. We'd have to trade. Lately, we'd have to so trade all of our draft assets. And I say no. Don't and then we, what, two years maybe? He's got two good years left in him? Yeah, I say we go find our next Russell Isn't that what Wilson? the L.A. Rams did? And now look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won, and now Stafford can't walk. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sticking on the NFL news, uh, I went from instantly extremely angry, but not that angry after I found out he got his job back in the Chargers. But the Cowboys yeah. getting rid of their prosser. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. I was yeah. kind of surprised, but it, it was just a matter of, okay, where's he going to go? Yeah, he He's was not, unemployed for like a grand total of six minutes. Well, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think it tells you everything you need to know about him and Dallas is that mm-hmm. head coach, you, you've seen it in a million places where head coach probably should go, but they're going to get rid of coordinator here, and, get rid of, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm going to call the, you know, he's probably got another year, but. And now watch Justin Herbert become a star. Right. Yeah. If Justin Herbert becomes a star, Kellen just paved his way to a head, head coaching position, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. When Russ, when uh, Pete Carroll retires. Man, I don't <laughs> know when that's going to be. But, uh, never, but um, <laughs> could you imagine if <laughs> Kellen Moore was the head coach of the Seahawks? That'd oh, be, my gosh. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but, no, I thought that was interesting. But uh, we got a lot to cover. There's been a lot going on. We got a lot of games and teams, and we're at that point in the season where playoffs are rolling in. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Talk about playoffs. Uh, where, where should we even want to start on this? Where, wherever you got, you guys saw some playoff games, right? We saw some, yep, playoff caliber to um, get. You had to win to get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. win to get in, and uh, got to watch the Cleolum girls and and Cleolum boys take on Kittitas and the nice. What do we call it? The Elkites rivalry. The, the battle for Elkites. Battle for Elkites. Thank you. I think. Uh, <laughs> And uh, the Elkites trophy went to Cleon, mm-hmm. Cleon Rosalind, the Warriors. Uh, girls team did well. I tell you what, the Cleon Warrior boys, um, they've got two losses. One is to Columbia Burbank, which, according to Evans' rankings, is the number one team in the state. And then they lost to Kings, which is, they, you know. Good. They battle for Every the one A, the one A tournament. So their losses are good losses, and that's a that's a good team. They they took it to Kittitas pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and the Cleveland girls uh, beat Kittitas. I want to say it was high single digits. Um, I can pull it up on the interwebs, but um, I think both Cleveland Warrior teams can can do some damage. And the Cleveland boys, you know, they went to the first round of state last year, mm-hmm. got beat in Spokane. And I just think that uh, they still have the height and the talent, and 
it, it wouldn't surprise me to see him play on Saturday. Right. That That's going to kind of have the, the makings for a pretty good district championship game. Yeah. Burbank, Cleelum somewhere. Burbank and Cleelum. Which would be a rematch, if I remember right. Yeah, so year. Burbank got him by like seven points, I think. Are we going? Yeah. Sammy's driving. I say let's go. Let's, I wonder where go, it's let's go now. Uh, it's got to be Burbank, right? I bet it's halfway. I bet it's in Granger. Oh, a Granger. I thought you said Goldendale. No, <laughs> in my head, I was hey, thinking best Goldendale. Best soft serve in the state, Goldendale. Washington. You know, that's a great. That's a that's a <laughs> night. Have you ever been to that Granger gym? No. It's a it's a easy to get to. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit far away, but it's just a straight shot in eighty two. You know, and if you're but a big fan of go ahead. Sorry. Oh, good. No, if no. you're a big fan of dinosaurs, you get that fix going through town. Been there, been there, done it. There's a park with dinosaur statues. I was missing out. We'll go. You're missing out. We don't need to go to the <laughs> game. We'll take you to the dinosaurs. Yeah. There's one that's even floating in, in the in the lake. Yeah, but it's the Granger. They got a great scoreboard. Very, and they got great concessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's a really, it's a good gym. It's nice, nice bright, and it's nice. Yeah, put it on your list. Put it on your list. Bucket, right. bucket list. Granger, Washington. Yeah, home of the Spartans. Um, but yeah, that'd be kind of. It would be fun to, to go watch Cleon play Burbank there. Put it on the list. Put on the list. Put on the list. Sammy's taking us to Miners afterwards. Sounds good to me. Glad for you offering. We got to take a bus, so I eat for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we loan a bus up? You know, we're just going to expense it on because on we need the, to go to Miners and we need the free burgers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, even like the Kittas boys, we saw them play Goldendale at home on that Thursday, last Thursday. A nail biter. Yeah, overtime. Um, you know, Kittas was out one of their one of their dudes in Connor Coles, and but they. Won that game, and then unfortunately they they had a they got to the I mean they played a playoff tiebreaker game for the fourth seed the districts and mm-hmm. they got beat by uh, Goldendale on Saturday. But you know we were talking about this before we uh, put the mics on. Of I mean they played Thursday night, Friday night, and then had to turn right around and play Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. Those guys. I mean even if you're fit as all those guys are, um, like ourselves. Yeah. Right. Uh, they they got to be tired. Sunday morning, they must have been well, just Well, half dragging. of the NBA doesn't play back-to-back games. I know. Back-to-back-to-back. So so back back. <laughs> no, yeah. just back. Yeah, back. Yeah. They don't even play back-to-back. So it inc- Yeah, it involved two bus rides. And, yeah, so, so yeah, the both Kittitas teams, their their seasons are done. And, and mm-hmm. I guess the silver lining is maybe they can just rest for a couple of weeks before they have to get back into spring spring shape for whatever mm-hmm. sport they choose and and uh but Cleolum cannot say the same thing and both the Ellensburg teams can't say that either. They're they're playing. In fact the Ellensburg boys are They play today. They're playing, yeah. We're recording this on the seventh and they play at six tonight. six or seven night yeah. game, East Valley, at East Valley. I think Ellensburg finished fifth, they finished fourth and they just had That is correct. They just had a triple overtime yeah battle where yeah. fans scored what forty three Something like that, set a school record. Yeah. 47, yeah. somewhere. I, I think you're right. I think it was 43. Yeah. And so. In the 40s, that's, in, that's right. impressive. You're right. It, it doesn't matter how many overtimes. That's pretty cool. I even ran into the East Valley point guard at Costco. Really? It was the next day. Yeah. I went over. I was like, you guys had a hell of a game last night. And he's like, yeah, I want to talk about it. I'm like, I respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> But he wasn't like angry. He was smiling. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> he's like, I thought I remembered you from Ellen's friends. Like, yeah, you do. Well, I mean, you're, you're a memorable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they they both have a game. The girls have a bye. Uh, I, the boys will have to have to 
win some games to get the chance to go to state and uphill battle starts with with East Valley though. I think they move on to play. They with, will play. Prosser gets that. Yeah, get that winner. I'm looking at it right now, and then on the other side, it's Sealand Othello. Um, I, you know, Sela came in. I thought they were going to be the team, but it just shows you how good Prosser and Grandview are this mm-hmm. year. Prosser, yeah, they are. And I wasn't too impressed by Sela. I, th- I mean, Pepper's good. Both Peppers are yeah. are quality players, and they have uh, they have some decent guys. Um, they just don't have as much depth, I'd say, as Prosser. Right. Um, Top loaded for certain, just the depth. You know what's so the girls the last girls game I, I didn't go I was I couldn't make the uh, was the season finale Othello, mm-hmm. uh, but Freda came to town and the girls I, they had beat them eighty to thirteen the first time they played them eighty to thirteen, youch. So it was twenty two nothing in in the first quarter or something like that. Maybe they scored it right at the end. My daughter was definitely keeping track, <laughs> and I'd never seen this before. He's uh, Afraid it inbounds the ball at start the second quarter and just chucks it from half court. Hits, hits nothing. And you're like, well, that was weird. Next possession, chuck it from half court. They did it about six times during the game. What is the coach doing? Smiling and clapping. Okay. It, it was it was a, it was was a it just thing. to make it fun because they're getting beat by 50? I think it was because what they were turning the ball over. They couldn't. They were like... It was one of those, like, well, we need to get chops up. We might as well just shoot it from half court because we can't get the ball across. <laughs> and they were 0-6 on that on those field goal drives. Definitely. <laughs> I would say they were 1-6 of six with even hitting wow. their backboard yeah, or the okay, rim. Okay. It was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. And I didn't like it for, you know, the first it, – it just seemed weird. Yeah, like, you, you should come out of there teaching your girls, you know, how to break – Break the press. press. Get it done. Like, uh, you know, what do you want Ellensburg to do? Stop playing basketball in the second quarter? Yeah. Right. Like, They're getting ready for something, too. So, Right, right. So it was I. It was strange. I'd never seen it before. Huh. And it didn't do much. No disrespect to the Tigers of Efreda, but uh, it was a 70-18 to 18 victory for yes, the, and that was a the Bulldogs. Fourth quarter of all JV reserves. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Unlike Columbia Burbank, they actually played their bench. Sorry, well, that was a, I had to dig it one more time. <laughs> sorry, I'm well, sore. Well, it's, so, it's okay. a fine line. It's a fine line of when you yeah, and when do you take your guys out? There was a coach who shall not be named. Actually, you know what? He's retired. Scott Wilson told me. <laughs> Scott Wilson, when <laughs> the Kittitas girls were in their dominating run, he's like, "Why should I punish my girls?" Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I, it made a good point. Yeah. I mean, they, they practice, they play their butts off, and I'm biased toward mm-hmm. Coach Wilson, but, I mean, I would watch them, and they would try to implement new things that they can't do mm-hmm. very well or, or whatever, but, you know. And then I've heard people say, just play them for four minutes and pull them, four minutes and pull them, or two minutes and pull them. There's no right or wrong answer, I guess. You, uh, want, you want to teach your kids to play a full game? Like I'm thinking Ellensburg, like outside of their non-conference against East Lake and Davis, mm-hmm. where those their starters had to compete yeah. for the whole game. Yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, and so if you go and be like, in you play till halftime for all of conference, all of league play, you know you can kind of lose that. Call that the Royal we, City we, football. We got a game. We got to play. We got to yeah. play four quarters. Yeah, uh, you're probably preaching it. We got to go hard for four quarters and. 
but it, it is a fine line of one point where you're. I'll, because, tell, I'll tell you this. Ellensburg bumps up to that line almost every game. They walk up to it where somebody on the other side is starting to get upset that, right. the, that the starters are still in. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's it's my team that I'm like, I don't care. I feel bad. <laughs> you know? But at this, if it was shoes returned, would I feel differently? I don't know. Yeah. If you're if you're playing though, and you need you need fourth quarter lungs, meaning you know, it, if you're in a, a track meet of a of a ball game, you need your legs and lungs conditioned. And mm-hmm. so, like by by never playing in the second second half, right? What when you're in the Sun Dome and you're playing against a a Burlington Edison again or a WF West or Tom Water or Linden, the teams that we're going to see, we need girls that know how to play in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. Well, I think there's also two different types of people that the team that's still running and gunning up 40 with right. four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And are you just running your offense? Or, yeah, or, or are you just, just executing? Yeah, are you going to take the play, cl- or the play clock, the shot clock down? Right. Or are you just going to be like, Whoop. Let's go. Right. right. Well, like when you were saying, like Burbank hit 100 points at the buzzer at and the end of the third. Cheered. Well, and they and went nuts. You also know, you know beforehand who is doing this to make a point and who's doing this because they're just 100 in the third? 100 points at the buzzer in, in high the third. school? And yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's where the difference, I feel like. It, right. The Ellensburg girls, they're not, you know, maybe there's someone they absolutely hate, but like they're not, I feel like they're not doing it. They're just that no, good. No, no. And they're not. They're not embarrassing their opponent by doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's unsportsmanlike yeah. uh, as much as they just they play hard for. They got a class. Yeah, they play hard for the extent of the game. Speaking about Ellensburg, if we're done with hoop stock, mm-hmm. uh, Ellensburg wrestling. I heard someone covered a wrestling event recently. Well, I would de- depends on what you mean by covered. The wrestling report brought to you by. Sam Anderson. Here's this is where I, I run into problems. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you the whole story. So I started. My son had home wrestling last week. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna help out. You need help, coach? I've never done anything. He's like, yeah, you can you can do timer, no experience necessary. And I'm like, perfect. That's mm-hmm. what I needed. <laughs> and so I had to score this. Like, yeah, you're gonna hit this. You're gonna score. And I'm like, what I don't, the I don't hell know how that? to score wrestling. <laughs> you don't know what this is. I don't, you don't, don't know what that is. Right. And they're like, he'll throw up. And so. What the beauty of it is that I got to watch and like I understood all the scoring by the okay. end of it. Cracked in the refs, like, hey, you messed up. <laughs> like Sammy Henderson here. That's right. <laughs> so I started feeling like an expert. So yeah. Saturday comes around. We were supposed to have basketball in Quincy. It got canceled. And like I'm like, let's go to wrestling kids. And you know, my son was wrestling. He's like, Yeah, let's do it. So it was like we went to districts at Ellensburg and uh, it was awesome. If I, I, if I, I'm not going to walk out of here saying any names because I don't know who was wrestling when. There's four mats going on. There's names being called. There's people all over the place, and I'm like, it was cool. Like, yeah. it, was, it was like, I finally got the was it track wrestling on, yeah. on my phone to yeah. figure out who was up. Still didn't know who what was going on, but it was. Uh, I can only speak to the to the atmosphere and what I've. And I've got a new found love for wrestling. I would yeah. say love. Like I may not necessarily go and seek it out, but my son's doing it. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna Did help. He like the the environment. He loved it. He yeah. loved it. And um, there's such a humility involved in wrestling. You know, yeah. it's you mono y mono, and yeah. so you see tears, you see excitement, you hear screaming, and uh, it was intense. Yeah, I had one coach from Afreda come over and scream at the coaches on the other mat. His, <laughs> his own coaches saying like. 
if you're not going to coach, get your ass up off the seat and get out of here. And it was like, ooh. In the middle talking? of coaching his own. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, walked away from his mat to yell at them. And it was intense. And you got parents scream. Oh. It was, but it was, it's such an uplifting place, yeah. man. Like, I didn't see any, any nastiness. It was all just shaky. But, so that's my first experience. Um, it was pretty awesome. I know some Ellensburg kids did well. And uh, I got some we got results. Some, yeah, we got some staters. Because um, I feel bad because our, our wrestling sideline reporter, Andy Bain, mm-hmm. texted me Sunday night the results, and I must have been asleep still because long weekend. But Ellensburg placed second as a team in the CWAC Boys Districts. I'm rolling through here. We have Francisco Ayala as a CWAC District Championship at 152. Um, let's see. Breck Hammond finished third in the 170. Logan Stolen. District champion at 170. And let's see. Sean Davis finished second at 182. Case Montgomery third with 182 pounds. Um, Jackson Utter finished second at 220. And there's a whole bunch of people that placed. But that was just people in the top three yeah. of their weight class. Girls placers, we had a Sailor Walker finish second in the 23 districts. And and that's the first year. Because I know first, second team and honorable mention all see why I came out. And that's just based off how you finish at districts, right? I believe so. Like if you come first or second, I believe first so. team or first, first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was looking at it and a lot of those names are wrong. We'll get our Matt side reporter to research <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's shine some light on Kittitas wrestlers. Yes. Uh, so Josiah Skinzer took first. I don't have weight classes. Uh, well, I do know Tommy Sheely who took first. He's a 170-pounder like Breck there at uh, Ellensburg. Uh, Johnny Marin, second. Simon Jones, second. Jonathan Jones, third. Uh, Jordan Martin, fourth. Ronan Stewart is fourth. Wesley Martin is fifth. And Adrian Gallegos is sixth. Those guys are, that's that's a good contingency, or contingent, pardon me, to mm-hmm. uh, go into regionals. Um, so, yeah, quality job. Othello, I believe it was Othello Wrestling. They won. Um, and those they're, guys, like, if they don't win state, I don't, I'm scared of the team who's going to beat Othello Wrestling. Yeah, they're, that's what they do. But but Ellsberg, actually, they were third in their league standings, but took second in. It's a big day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a great day for, for Ellsberg. But I think Othello was bringing 23 to regionals. Ooh, and that's, that's a lot. And I think in four of those weight classes, they've got two guys. That's one of the things I love about wrestling is you can – you can have multiple guys like your JV. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's Othello is going to have a hell of a, a hell of a good time in, mm-hmm. in Tacoma uh, next weekend. That's it's a cool. long day. Those meets. Oh yeah. Have you Matt classic? You got to put it on your schedule. I've man, I've heard so much. So I ran into Andy Bain and, mm-hmm. and also Jody Hammond, Brex, Brex yeah. mom and uh, love her. And they were, She's done the Matt Classic for years, yeah. and I've been wanting to go. But it's cool because they'll do it. Like, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. They'll do like a parade of champions where every every available wrestler from every team at every level, and at Comandome, it's it's four A through all the way down to one B, will come out and march out in front of the entire Tacoma Dome That's in cool. front of twenty four mats. It's been a it's been a long time since I've been there, but I used to go every year, kind of like you with state football. Yeah. yeah. And I would just go and watch. And uh, I oh, could be entertained. Goodness. I could have been there. My daughter was ready to go. 
even my son after a couple hours is like dad are we leaving we saw <laughs> we saw breck wrestle can we go yeah uh i wanted because it was just it was i mean you saw it's fun it, it's fun and there's slamming and <laughs> things you, like you know that. what yeah. you know awesome. what i like about it like I think my favorite weights are like the 170, 182, 195 guys. Because some of those guys are just ripped. They're jacked. You know, it's like looking at country, right? It's like looking at Eric Sorensen with a filter <laughs> in a, in a, in a singlet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little Photoshop, yeah, right? Photoshop. But like then, then you got the you know 112 pounders that are like lightning fast. Quick. Right? And then you got your 140s that are like a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. It's just really... It's just, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's, it seems like it's probably one of the most individual team sports. Uh, right, really is. Yeah. So, what what one thing that bothers me about wrestling is that the only time they clean the mats is blood. I was at the people are sweating and grinding their face mm-hmm. over things, and it's like there's no like wipe up in yeah. between. Yeah. Like, Can we get a Clorox wipe over here? Did we yeah. do wrestling during COVID? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. How was that possible? Well, you got to trust the science there. How was, I'm just I'm just wondering. It's <laughs> a good question, Sammy. And I think we should find out because I'm curious now too. I'll give you my answer after a couple of beers. <laughs> I think okay. I think those things are pretty well sanitized before the whole thing starts. Yeah, but what about but, uh, like uh, I'm going to say son- something right now. As a former wrestler, yeah, we sanitized it. With like the nastiest mop of all time, all right? <laughs> but it was now, I wrestled. I wrestled in the '90s, so I'm sure things are different now. I remember, but we'd get a mop and bucket, and it's just like that's the grayest mop I've ever seen in my life. Pretty sure I see blood still <laughs> wet on that. Let's use it. Yeah, I, my son had a he had an overtime match. It was the only overtime match in Morgan this year. So wow, that's ex- yeah, and, and he won it. So yeah. that was cool. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, that's what we got. They were doing a minute and a half, so I'm, I'm doing quick math here, three, four and a half, five. Yeah. So he ended up doing, you know, over almost five minutes of, like, he was just dripping everywhere. Yeah. And you could see it on the mat. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. next person's up. I'm like, that's, disgu- that's disgusting. Yeah. Get on in there. That's disgusting. They but, need No, that needs to be changed. I don't know who I need to talk to, but they got people touching people. They just need quick sprayer, wiper in between. But that means you have to cover the entire, just a circle. You could do some of it. Okay. Yeah. If you if you can change tires on a NASCAR thing in like thirty seconds, I think it's like seventeen. Right. Yeah. You could wipe off a mat in five, guaranteed. Yeah. You know what? This is who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Kale Sanderson. Mm-hmm. Does that? So you're not there yet. Kale Sanderson is the Penn State head coach. He's the who's who of wrestling. Speaking of that. Completely off trap traffic for where we're going, but Big Ten wrestling, like it's Co- nuts. Coach Phillips was sharing videos of the University of Iowa's wrestling matches. Yeah, they're, they're, you want to you want to get Dennis Francois going to oh, talk about Iowa wrestling, dude. Yeah, it's like imagine a state championship or the Chicago Bulls coming in, in the yeah. but it's one dude. I want to go see it someday. Like, I think that would be a cool bucket. What's list. his name? Big, Big Ten wrestling guy from Iowa, the coach, old coach. Oh, he's been there forever. Gage? Uh, 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 oh, my goodness. Gable. Gable. Uh, uh, Dan Gable. D- Gable, yeah. So, uh, and Cale Sanderson was was a four-time national champion for Iowa State, undefeated, never lost in college. 
never lost. Now he's the Penn State head coach, and he's got a couple of natties under his belt yeah. there. But, like, watching Big 12 or Big 10 wrestling, or Iowa specifically, mm-hmm. is like watching the introduction of, like, the 96 Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I mean, it's It's insane. absolutely insane. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we start to move on to, I believe, one of our last segments of this thing, the two weeks ago, a week ago, we're in two Feb- weeks. We're, we're recording this on February 7th. Mm-hmm. It was about two weeks ago. Unfortunately, Sammy was not able to come with us. But due to timing and scheduling, but John and I were able to take a tour through Nicholson Pavilion. My the, goodness. It is going to be something spectacular when it's that a, thing's finished. It's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, easily one of the best top two division two facilities in the nation. Yeah. I'll put that. I'll say nation. I haven't been to a lot of D2 facilities, but it sounds like we got a pretty good competitor up in Fairbanks, not Fairbanks, Anchorage. For an arena, yes, an arena. but for an overall facility, that's going to be tough to beat. It's going to beat some D1 programs, in my opinion, of the field house and how big it's going to be and what you're able to do in there. I mean, the football team can come inside. They have an indoor practice facility now. Is it full 100 yards? Not quite, but it's pretty darn close. Yeah, so I I mean, it's ginormous. The field house was already big. 75% bigger? Yeah, oh I, think, I think they've, yeah. And it was big to begin, like it was big. size-wise. Yeah. But it's just, it makes the old field house look tiny now. Yep. I, I, it looks it looks higher, which is not true. Mm-hmm. It's the same height. It's just it's just bigger. And, and it's just got so much space mm-hmm. for multiple teams to do it, or football during wintertime, or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. Or if they need it just to be dry on, on yeah. a September day well, it's or gonna whatever. it's going to be a huge game. That's a huge game changer. Well, I mean, if I'm a recruit, I just meant from from a competitive standpoint, like oh, yeah. baseball being ready for a season. They just went down to California and they've been freezing their butt off outside. Yeah, and for those that don't know, the old field house was just like it was sport turf it, or sport, sport court, uh, court, sport yeah. court, and that's where you're fielding ground balls. That's where you're. It was just catchers throwing off their rockets knees of and death getting hit at you, right? Running like, bases and yeah. uh, so game changer in terms of. You know, when we had the smoke and football had mm-hmm. to go travel exactly. places, they could go inside. Rugby still got snow on their field. They can practice. It's a game changer for year-round readiness. Yes. There, yes. There will never be an excuse other than scheduling natural disasters, tornadoes, whatever, that you cannot have a normal practice. Right. You will never miss a practice because of X, Y, and Z. There is no excuses other than electricity went out and you couldn't see what you're doing. But even then, even then you, still- you can get a buy on natural light. Yes, you know because of the windows that they have yeah. in there at the top. You need a you need a big classroom for team meetings. You got it. You need study hall classrooms and a, and a tech lab and all that computer labs in there for athletics. You got yeah. it. You got. There's no excuse for you not to come and be a, a, a successful student athlete at Central anymore. All the offices, all the storage. All the space, all the meeting room space mm-hmm. for for alumni association, Wildcat Club, mm-hmm. um, and then you know being able to mold Dorsey, Dorothy Purser Hall, pretty much connecting them with breezeways and stairways and atriums right into Nicholson. Like I was telling you, Sammy, uh, it's so much bigger. You know where you're at, but you lose your you lose your bearings in terms of where are we at in the footprint of the. Mm-hmm. Of of Nicholson because it's just big and that that arena is going to be a 
now we call it Nicholson Arena, right? Not Pavilion in terms of the actual right. basketball court. Double decker on both sides, ADA accessibility, being able to walk 360 around it. Huge. On the second floor mm-hmm. uh, with all the LED stuff. Um, yeah, behind the alumni seating, there's going to be a concourse with concession stands and bathrooms. More concession stands, more bathrooms, just just more space. It'll be a lot more family-friendly, in my opinion. A guy that has to bring two little kids that have to go to the bathroom every 30 seconds. It's just right there. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Right. And for when I get older. Right. <laughs> so, which is nice. Um, but, uh, but no, it, it's just state of the art. The, the Jumbotron is going to be super cool. The ribbon around cool. the whole thing with the Yeah, the LED ribbon all over. Yeah. That's awesome. It just looks different, even though, like, when we were in there and the lights were on, the LED lighting made that place look so yeah, different. Yeah, when I walked, because I, I, I told you guys I'd went and helped them with something. Mm-hmm. I, the court is still the same. So I walked in, and there was, and you got the big, what, the air tubes in the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the arena. So there was parts where, like, like you said, I knew where I was at. Mm-hmm. But yet it still felt, and even the bleachers were still the same mm-hmm. where they were at. But it felt different. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty cool. Walking down the concourse hallways is going to be completely it was weird until we got to the athletic department. What were the athletic department buildings, which will now be the football offices. Right. Oh, they made out well on that deal. Yes, they did. And wow. Yeah. They'll have their own little corner for their football plaza, which is going to be a good time because, you know, John Peak is there mm-hmm. and that guy is fun wherever you're at. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's, it's just going to be so cool. And I'm excited. Even all the athletic teams will have locker rooms now. You used to have to walk through tracks area to get to our team. Oh, room. Base, yeah. Baseball is the worst. You're walking through. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I was going to football or basketball. and like, <laughs> the track guys are out there. And like the baseball things. guys are walking. I'm like, where are you guys going? You're like, oh, we're all the way down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. Dude, we had a cool team room, though. We yeah. were pretty good. But rugby's didn't have anything, men's or women's. No. They, they weren't a sport. The, when the I was P, going they through. did the PE locker rooms, is what they used. So they yeah. didn't have their own lock. Like it was opened up to the you know general mm-hmm. public student body. Yeah. So that'll be huge. It's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a huge step in the right direction and you know, I think it's gonna be attractive for recruits. I think it's gonna be attractive for like, okay, donors, this is where this is what we're building. You wanna be a part of this? Yeah, you mm-hmm. wanna be a part of it. Yeah. So I left that day thinking, I wish I had money to donate right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause um I can get uh, I can get behind uh, uh university alumni of a place that is putting that investment into their student athletes. Mm -hmm. And that's something you want to be a part of. Yeah. But you know, another thing, it's not just, that's another thing you talk about student athlete of, you know, Dennis started us on this tour with like, okay, this is, this is going to be study hall stuff. This is going to be classroom stuff. This Mm -hmm. is going to be like specific to like, cause at the, the end of the day, they got to get an education, yeah. and um, I, th- I thought that was that was really cool. Yeah, I don't know if you picked up on this one, but I believe where the athletic training room is currently, it's kind of funny. It's in the room where the cadavers used to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> Upstairs in Purser Hall. Is that really where they were? Uh, that one on the know, yeah. on the north side of the building. I never stepped foot near that room because I was like, I think that you could smell the. Al- is that a phobia of yours? Yeah. I, don't want to I had to people. for a class. Did you? I had to touch it. That's why I didn't. I go didn't in. have to touch it. I chose to. Yeah. But we had to be in there. Okay. I just remember walking the building, smelling that, and going, "I know what that is." Oh yeah, the formaldehyde. The yeah, yeah it has a scent up there. Yeah. And you, was, you knew what was going on. 
That was such a soft person. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but it's that's kind of funny. That's the room that was it. Now the training room, I believe. So, but it's all connected now. I mean, that's where you're going to athletics is in Purser Hall, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be pretty awesome. That's really awesome. But we are they hoping to be fully functional fall of next year? Fall of next year. Fall of next year. That'll be awesome. It will be incredibly awesome. Imagine the relief. All these coaches have been oh. all over the place. In I the know. psych building, I know. in Mitchell. Yeah, in where did we interview the football or Fisk at? That was Mitchell, right? The pizza yeah. oven. The pizza oven. Right. Right. That's Isn't right. that what you called it? Oh, yeah. it was awful. It was awful. That was a so hot, hot interview. Come on in. It's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. 108 inside. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the relief of like having your own space has got to feel good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that'll be pretty awesome. You know, one thing that you did say, which is an easy segue of, Dennis was talking about, you know, we've been playing at Ellensburg High School. We played at Davis. We played at Big Bend. But uh, to, to see Samantha Bowman hit a thousand points and a thousand rebounds mm-hmm. at home hits different was really yeah. actually he was kind of emotional. He was about emotional. It. I mean, it was it. a it's a big deal to see a once in a generation kind of player do that. Yeah, different different type of home crowd, but you were at home mm-hmm. and uh, a thousand rebounds. That's a thousand rebounds. like people in college get accolade like get a yeah. ball for a thousand points. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the milestone. Yeah. Rebounds, but rebounds, that's wild. And I saw on Twitter the like the D two Twitter page. They have like a running, like starting five. Maybe they don't do it every week, but they have Bowman as like starting five for the like. You take all the best players in the D two. Hasn't been moved. <laughs> yeah, and 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 she's there. And and uh, my goodness, um, I hope Central. Does well. I'm pulling them up on the on the old mm-hmm. interwebs on in terms of what. Uh, I, yeah, I want to look and see because I gotta make sure I get to a game before the season ends. I yeah, watching. Got yeah. got home on the 11th, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's a game on the 11th, and they're back the 18th. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, so only yeah, a couple more options left. That's yeah. right. And the girls, the girls had. Uh, they went on a roll. Kind of both teams went on a roll. The girls started on a roll. Kind of hit some hiccups. Uh, you know, taking some splits here and there. Uh, you know, yeah, they lost on the road to to Western mm-hmm. by eighteen. Western is a quality team, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're they they host the rank uh, the the Alaska teams here this week at home, Nicholson. So that's good. That's their last home games. Mm-hmm. Feb ninth and February eleventh for for the ladies, and then what'd you say for the men? Yeah, eleventh, sixteenth, and eighteenth for the men. Did I tell you I'm going to uh, the GMAX? You feel failed to mention that. We're no. Bellingham. Cool. Western guy up there is like, can you help me out? I'm like, yeah, I got You're you. working it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Probably sitting there looking well, pretty. Now that after this podcast, well, you're probably running the scoreboard <laughs> after that. Yeah, after wrestling. the wrestling, not wrestling. stuff they heard. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you were prepared for anything. I'm after prepared for wrestling. anything. I was so nervous. Well, I would be too. I was nervous. Can you do that again, please? But I don't think <laughs> <Yeah>. that's acceptable. <laughs> Restart? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Middle finger. But by the end, he's like, yeah, you missed a two-point ball. Suck, that was bro. a three-point ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So well, I'm hoping both of our teams are there. And yes. I went last year and the girls won it, so maybe I'm. The and the men played in the championship. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I remember watching all those on the old YouTube that night. Right. Yeah, I watching just, Sammy walk the silence. You'll look for me again, of course. Um, what are we looking? What's the high school game we're looking forward to leading out of this thing? We got a couple weeks ahead of us. 
Those district playoffs? Yeah, I'll be at districts. Uh, the girls play Saturday. This Saturday, I will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so always looking forward to seeing them play. I'm hoping, hopefully, we get to see the boys play again. But they're I think they'll gonna be, be hosting. The, they're going to be on the road. The girls, so yeah, higher seed hosts. Yeah. So as long as the girls are still playing, which we expect them to be, though. I just I know that there's a, a rumor of a local restaurant in town that might be putting games on their TVs. We'll get into that next episode. Wow. So I'm interested. Very interested. And if well, they should only do it for away games, home games. They should encourage them to come out. It's going to be so sold out. They'll have to put the overflow at this place. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk more about that when uh, I get the will. official word of that. We were, My son and I were talking about getting a food cart and bringing it outside the games, so like burgers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Sammy's. Hot dogs. Hot yeah. dogs. Saying. Oh, let's do it. Sammy's yeah, sandwiches. So, Sammy's, you're going to have a food cart out. Good job. That's awesome. We talked about it. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm excited. I think I'm excited to watch the matchup. Obviously, Ellensburg. Uh, I think the matchup I'm looking forward to watching that Sammy's driving us to is uh, the Cleolum Burbank matchup. Yeah. Burbank. That, may be, that will so. be a heck of a game. I, I think that mm-hmm. if, if that's how the bracket plays out and it should, mm-hmm. that's going to be a heck of a game. Absolutely. Um, Where's Columbia Burbank? Tri Cities. It's in Burbank. Oh, that's not too bad. You head to the Tri Cities and turn left. That's I true. I don't know where Burbank is, uh, except for California. It's out there. It is uh, not Burbank, California. Yeah. Um, we're 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 forty minutes into this, and not once have we talked about the Eagles or the Chiefs. How good of a fan! I was just looking. I'm like, I can't remember who's playing in the Super Bowl today. But I'm also getting wow. ready for baseball season. But I'm ready you, for baseball season too. Who are you rooting for? The Hawks. <laughs> Same here. The, uh, the, the Eagles? Does that mean the Eagles? No, I'm, he's just going to be thinking this. He's going to rewatch the Seahawks I'm, Super Bowl. I'm torn because I, I don't I don't care. Like I don't exactly. Like, like there's not one I'm holding like a ooh ooh yeah. ah or I hate. So yeah. I don't. If I had to guess, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's a safe bet. But he doesn't have the weapons that Philadelphia has. They got weapons. I think everybody. I don't think Philly's gotten the respect. That KC has gotten. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but well, that's because they have a quarterback and a head coach that have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. That get that alone will give you respect, and you've been in. This will be now third of the three of the last four. So you're saying because of that, the Chiefs will roll? No, I say they have an edge. Oh, they have an edge. Yep. They have an edge. It's a different type of spotlight. Super Bowl is different. I think Chiefs have the better commercials. Andy Reid drawing on those players, hilarious. Uh, but I'm <laughs> those going are with, funny. I'm going with Philadelphia because of Gardner Minshew and Andre Dillard on that team. Yep. Oh god. Hey, either way, <laughs> either way, a Cougar wins the Super Bowl because there's one playing for the Chiefs. Right. So that's right. Yeah. I I'm like you though, Sammy. I don't I don't care. I don't have a hatred for one or the other. I don't have a love for one or the other. Um. I just hope both teams have fun. Yeah. I I, I mean whatever. I this, guess you go for the NFC. I yeah. guess you go for the Eagles because they haven't won in a while. I this Eagles, well, they they won it in twenty seventeen. I uh, guess so with Nick Foles, yeah, right. And it, this team reminds me a lot of that because they're just they 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 play good football. They when they run the ball, they have a good running game because they just block well and they mm-hmm. pass well and they yeah. run their plays and they their defense is really really good. Like. I, when I look at them on paper, I'm like, well, shoot, Philly's probably going to take this game. They got better receivers, better running backs, a better defense, 
but they don't have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. As good as Jalen Hurts has played this year, they don't have Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty special kind of guy. Right, right. He's he's that type of dude. Yeah. And that's scary for the rest of the league. I'll go and watch, um, and I'll eat too much food. And Yeah, i got to pull the ribs out the freezer. I'm just mad I didn't put any money on it this year, because last year I won a lot. Should have went back and put some money on the Cubbies. So... Back to the Future reference, you guys out there. Yeah, dude, totally. Sorry, guys. Thanks. Back to the Future too. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit more nerdy, I guess. The Sports Almanac. See, you're catching you on. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember what the title of it was, but it was something Sports Almanac. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm doing right now. He's the Googler. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, sorry. I thought you guys were gonna catch that one. Now I just feel stupid. Nope, you shouldn't because that was hilarious. Thank you. I loved it. Well, guys, let's uh, wrap this one up. Our 99th total episode. John's got something here. Gray's Sports Almanac. Gray's Sports <laughs> Almanac. What the heck did we do before Google? Not <laughs> sure. And I, then we weren't sure either. Was, we just left it unfigured out. Yeah. Um, I want a lot more arguments. So I'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Google's making up it. statistics on the spot. Damn right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ninety, the ninety ninth. Can you believe we're? This is ninety nine. Can't believe we're at hundred episodes and it started back episodes. In, John Aaron, didn't even give us a chance. It's, our Aaron, it's our Aaron Judge episode. Oh, our Aaron Judge. Aaron oh yeah, Judge. when we were doing Jersey. That's right, Aaron Judge episode, yeah. baby. But are we done with that? Because there's going to be a hundred. Mm, we could start over. We got to go to like NASCAR or something like, like that. Yeah. Speaking of not to keep going, did you watch the race on Sunday? I did not. The, in the Coliseum down in LA? Mm-mm. Oh, I knew they were doing it. I never saw it. It was cool, but they wrecked every other lap because there were so many cars in such a <laughs> I mean, it was like and a, what a NASCAR turn. race on a, yeah, on a football field. Yeah. It was fun to watch, but it was like it went all night because they kept wrecking right. as they were right. going. But that was kind of cool. Not a big NASCAR watching guy, but. I never got into it. It was on TV at the bar. I was eating dinner. Then again, I never got into wrestling, and I'm enjoying it. So, I only got into NASCAR <laughs> for like one year because I was next door neighbors with a kid in the dorm who lived and breathed it. <laughs> and so I, he's like, "You want to watch NASCAR?" Uh, I got beer. Okay, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's do it. <laughs> and then I became a Dale Waltrip fan. That's so, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we are back, we'll be at number 100. Thank you guys for listening, and please share with someone in the Valley, someone that might be wanting to listen to this, and take care of one another. Good luck in the playoffs, everybody. KFS Valley Sports Talk is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check us out and feel free to interact with us on all of our social media by searching KFS Valley Sports Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.